so she's so what she's had a bit of a hit a random hit with padam padam i mean oh my god so what it's not vogue it's not justify my love it's not erotica a 35 year career 35 years based mm-hmm. on copying madonna might i add exactly what i said in that facebook message last night she's just harmless bluff she doesn't really have much to say she's cute she's pretty and that's about it really um i think she's she's all right for what she does and she's just kylie bless her she always has been and she will always madonna will always be i don't know like god compared to her and kylie's just a disciple sonny was not having a bar of it though he absolutely categorically denied he was envious or jealous of kylie in fact he said what's there to be jealous of she's a piece of i know the unfortunate thing about madonna fans though tim like i've met i've met a few of them unfortunately is um they are just insufferable and they do the, the, the madonna fans genuinely try to live in this like fictional utopia where the only woman who has ever womaned in pop is madonna and I think to a lot of Madonna fans, I'm not saying Sonny is one of them, but he sounded like one of them. Um, you know, to Madonna fans, um, the concepts of somebody accomplishing something, a woman accomplishing something in the pop sphere, and that woman not being Madonna, it's blasphemy. And I think, I actually find that quite insulting towards Madonna, because I, like, if there's anything that Madonna stands for, It is, like, to me, it is rebellion, it's feminism, it is, you know, uh, allowing other women to succeed. Hi, everyone. This is Rudy from New Jersey, just outside New York City. I want to say thank you to, is it Kim or Ken, uh, for the lovely words you said on the podcast the other day. I listened to some of what Sunny had to say about the comparisons to Madonna and um, between Madonna and Kylie. Some of it was a little bit triggering for me as I was thinking of my, my last boyfriend, which was some time ago now. And he called, uh, he was a Madonna fan, and he called Kylie just pure fluff to me. And um, that was meant to hurt me. That wasn't meant to really have any substance to it. Um, but he was a covert narcissist who would never understand the beauty of what Kylie has to offer, her grace, her femininity, her strength. And uh, I think that says a lot. Uh, But Sonny was right about one thing. Neither Madonna nor Kylie has needed to have another hit for a long time. They've both been minted top-tier gay icons for so long they could have never had a hit since 2005 and they still would be icons. And uh, so that is true. And if you want to read my article that I wrote, uh, if you, all you have to do is Google uh, Madonna's birthday marks a time for mutual celebration and you will see how fiercely I defend Madonna. I, I think Madonna is peerless. I loved Madame X. I loved the tour. I can't wait for the next tour, the new one. My fingers are crossed for her. She is she is peerless. Um, she is up in that echelon um, where it's really all just the male rock stars and her. And as crazy as she can be, as narcissistic and megalomaniac, <laughs> is that the word, as she can be, 
uh, megalomaniacal. Um, we owe it to her, I think. We gays owe it to her to defend her honor um, because she has been there for us in ways that are completely unique to her. Um, again, these are two fan bases, Kylie's fan base and Madonna's fan base, that they do not... Um, th there is very little overlap between these two icons. It amazes me that we keep having this conversation. Um, I will tell you that I have one friend who is a huge Madonna fan, and she won't go see Madonna anymore. Uh, she can't take the craziness, as she puts it, the, the late-night talk show antics. She feels betrayed by Madonna. And I played her bits of tension, and she said, Oh, I just wish, I wish Madonna could do something like this again. That's fun. And I think that that's worth mentioning. You know, Kylie makes being gay a joy. And I don't think a whole lot of things do. Um, Kylie is different than Madonna. She shows you that femininity can be as strong as masculinity without being tough and bitter and cold. Um, and that's kind of what Madonna is. She is tough and bitter and cold, like a lot of gay men I know. And I get being like that, but that's not me. And that's not a lot of gay men either. Um, you know, Madonna soldiers on, and she refuses to age. She refuses to acknowledge the passing of time. I get that. It's actually, you know, it's very poignant. What, what did Kylie do when she turned 50? She channeled her anxiety into a masterpiece called Dancing. I just, I, I cannot get over that song, Five Years On. Uh, that's art, and that's unique to her. You know, I like to think that in the gay world, you know, uh, if you saw in a club a 22-year-old, you know, maybe a little overweight or doesn't have the look down, maybe they're a little awkward, I think the average Kylie fan would go over to him and say hello and make him feel welcome and included. In my experience, the average Madonna fan would definitely not do that. Um, not the ones I have met. <laughs> no, this uh, they can't be bothered. Um, it just sort of speaks to the overall ethos of who is attracted to these people to to the, such an extent. But, you know, there's a big difference. I, I don't know where Sonny is from. I don't know where, um, you know, some, everybody is from who calls into the podcast unless you say. But it depends on where in the world you're from. American fans, for us, Kylie is a niche. She's almost like if you say you have a Kylie Minogue album – it's um, it's it's akin to coming out of the closet, whereas you might have a Madonna CD or two and not be gay. Um, here she's just for us, and so we have to deal with a lot of um, fans who are twenty or sixty, and they act like we're foisting her uh, on on them when we try to talk about her significance because they missed her. Um, they're either too young or too old. That's starting to change a little bit with Padam Padam, but not enough. Um, and some of that is because we can't seem to hold two thoughts together. We can't seem to make space for two, a lot of us. Some of us just want our memories. We don't want, to, we don't want anything new that we don't know about. Um, but one thing I will say about what Kylie has to offer, she is not pure fluff. She is strong as hell, and she knows who she is. And by the way, one thing I will say as a therapist, um, I am a therapist, one thing that Kylie has that Madonna did not have is supportive parents who are still there for her. And that speaks to her incredible strength and emotional health. And uh, Madonna did not have that. Madonna had to do it all on her own. And uh, she didn't have a mother. And um, I'm going to get emotional just thinking about it.
um, it's pretty amazing what she was able to accomplish in her life. She didn't have that extra boost that Kylie had. This is worth mentioning. I don't hear enough people mention it. Um, but Kylie has um, the kind of strength to make songs like Crystallize, um, uh, In the Darkness, um, when, it, when, when It's All a Mess, um, You Can See Me Shining Like a Laser Beam. Uh, I'm thinking of Fine from Kiss Me Once. I'm thinking of Celebrate You. Uh, these are songs that are really addressed to the gay community to empower us. They're like a big, warm hug from a genuine friend. Um, Hold On To Now from the new album. I mean, if you think that that's just fluff, you're not listening. Sorry. Um, put it on in a gay club and dance to it. And look at all the gay men who assemble for Kylie. All different shapes and sizes. All of a sudden, all of that bitterness and superficiality melts away. And we're just there. Just celebrating being ourselves, being wrapped up in her embrace. That's what Kylie has to offer that no one else has to offer. Um, my recommendation is to just be like my dear friend Frank, um, who loves Kylie and Madonna, just like I do. And how about just having fun and enjoying some good pop music and <laughs> not having to be so polarized? Although I will say, I will leave you with one thing that my mother said that I think is hilarious, and I'm cleaning it up a little bit. Um, she said my mom would sell her soul for, um, she said, <laughs> she said that Madonna would sell her soul for just an ounce of Kylie's sex appeal. Um, I, I didn't say that. My mother did. <laughs> Hi, Tim. Loving the show. I like to tune in on the weekend in between scrambling my eggs and slicing my turnips and hear about everything that's going on in the world of pop culture. Keep up the good work and keep on cooking up these amazing episodes on the Time to Talk show. Love, Gordon Ramsay. Okay, so in the last podcast, we spoke to Sonny. Now, you probably remember Sonny. Many of you have written to me about Sonny, and many of you have left comments all over the place. A lot of you have mentioned that it's ironic that he's called Sonny when he had such a gloomy description of our Kylie. Yep, he described Kylie as a second-rate Madonna, and you have not appreciated his perspective. We'll be replaying the conversation in full at the end of this podcast, but here's a quick reminder. So she's so what? She's had a bit of a hit, a random hit with Padam Padam. I mean, oh my God, so what? It's not Vogue. It's not Justify My Love. It's not Erotica. A 35-year career. 35 years based mm-hmm. on copying Madonna, might I add. Exactly what I said in that Facebook message last night. She's just harmless bluff. She doesn't really have much to say. She's cute. She's pretty. And that's about it, really. Um, I think she's she's all right for what she does. And she's just Kylie, bless her. She always has been. And she will always, Madonna will always be, I don't know, like God compared to her. And Kylie's just a disciple. <laughs> don't you absolutely love how forthright Sonny is? Look, you probably don't because I'm getting your messages and a lot of you don't appreciate the forthright nature of Sonny um, or Cloudy, as many of you have dubbed him. Look, this all started because when Tension, the album, was released, I had many Madonna fans telling me that they weren't going to listen to it. And as lovers of pop music, I was confused by that. And I did reach the conclusion after many conversations that it was jealousy plain and simple as that they they didn't want to listen 
to uh, a Kylie album that was successful when Madonna wasn't in uh, the throes of success herself. But what has been interesting is how this discussion has evolved. It's not about Kylie, Madonna, jealousy, no jealousy. You are telling me quite clearly that this goes back quite a ways, that Madonna fans are notorious for targeting other female artists. You're telling me that Madonna fans are very, very well known for being vicious misogynists. That's the feedback I'm getting. Here's Laura from New Zealand. I guess my response would be Madonna's had her time. Uh, She just became too egotistical and narcissistic. She tried too hard with her shock value. When you get to a certain age, you just, you can't pull it off. You have to accept your aging. But Madonna is taking surgery to the next level. And she's just like a melted wax figurine. Don't get me wrong, Madonna's talented. But she became boring and tiresome with the same stuff. Her personality is to be the bitch. She could have become a mentor to others with class, but she chose the trashy route. That's the difference between her and Kylie. Thanks, Laura. And you echo the sentiments of lots of people who've been writing to me. On the flip side, Kim Arp Hansen wrote to me on Facebook and wrote, Look, Kylie does her stuff, but she is basic, she's not groundbreaking or a rebel, so why would Madonna fans possibly be jealous? Nothing to be jealous about. Madonna has played giant stadiums, sold 350 million albums, won Golden Globes, Grammys, and is the artist with the most number ones around the world. Hmm, I don't know about that, Kim. Um, But nonetheless, he carries on. Kylie is not even close, so you can't even compare them. I mean, there's a reason why Kylie copied Madonna at many occasions. Would still love to know what you think. Send us an audio message and send it to timetotalkaustralia at outlook.com. We'll be hearing a lot more from you today about Sonny's views and we will be replaying the entire conversation at the end of this podcast but as always let's start by walking into that building up there on the hill can you see it the fortress come on take my hand reach it ah don't look at me like that don't be scared Sonny's not in there I promise he's not he's not coming to you from the mountain fortress of pop culture You're listening to Time to Talk. One of the biggest mistakes people generally make, and I'm guilty of it too, is wishful thinking. Hello, Nathan. Hello. Now, Nathan, you are famous for only listening to your own parts of the Time to Talk podcast. Famous (laughs) for it. However, I do think it's worth um, asking your opinions about our controversial guest, Sonny, who was on the last podcast. And he was a rabid Madonna fan who claims he is not jealous of Kylie, yet said some pretty awful things about her. Did you listen to that? And what did you think? I did, yeah. I've I, I took I took notes when I was listening to this guy because. <laughs> well, I mean, it was the, the, the first thing that I found so so. Do you funny take notes was, on an iPad? 
No, no pen and paper, actually, believe it or not. Oh, no, hang on a second. Let's just stop on the sunny topic for a moment. This is the man who's telling me to pull out an app and telling all these (laughs) old guys to, and you write on pen and paper? Give me a break. What a hypocrite. (laughs) No, it's not that at all. um, If I'm writing on an iPad, that doesn't contribute to Kylie's success, does it? It's 2023. (laughs) Have you heard of a styler pen? Oh, my God. You know, funny enough, I do have one on my phone, actually. Yeah, I bet you do. I just grabbed a pen and paper. The old pen and paper, Um, and you criticise the old needle on it. There you go. (laughs) All you old fogies, yeah. So you were taking some notes when you listened to old Sunny. I bet you were scrolling hard. Well, I found it quite funny um, because it was the first one that really took me was was maybe 30 seconds in, honestly. It was the harmless fluff comment because it, I just found it so funny because, I mean, I can't say that I've ever thought to myself, oh, my goodness, L-U-V Madonna, Y-O-U, you wanna is just so, it's so profound. I, I can't say I've ever thought about what a <laughs> profound lyric that is. And, like, I... I <laughs> um, I don't know if you've actually listened to what I said to you, but I mean, just if you look, like, just if you look at Kylie's career over the years, I mean, perhaps not in a lot of her lyrics has she made social commentary or done anything along those lines. But I mean, just the slow music video, for example, this was two thousand and three, and it's not exactly. It wouldn't have been exactly surprising if Kylie had have done that video with just a sea of white bodies. But yet there she was with every single ethnicity under the sun, all on the, like all in this video, all together, all existing. And that's something that's absolutely been with Kylie her entire career, where there's ne- she's never been the kind of person who d- isn't inclusive. I mean, I'm look so at all the glad others. that you you've picked that up. I I was a little bit stunned by Sonny, as you could probably hear when you listen to it. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, but, I mean, he got me thinking, to his credit. He really did get me thinking. But the point that really was not sitting right, but I couldn't identify at the time what it was, was exactly what you've identified, that she hasn't had a cultural impact. Whereas yeah. when you actually really look at Kylie, my God, her cultural impact, just by being who she is, in terms of exactly Absolutely. what you say, diversity, love is love. Absolutely, gay like, rights. I've got, I've got so many notes. Like, just, just let me get to them. So, I mean, all the lovers, all the lovers. Two thousand and ten. It wasn't exactly some something that was a regular occurrence to see gay people kissing in a music video, mm. but yet there was Kylie doing mm. it and not making a song and dance about it as well. She wasn't going on these normalized press tours it. Going, Sorry. She just normalized it, exactly. Yeah, she wasn't making a song and dance about this thing. She wasn't going, oh, God, look at me. I am such a diversity goddess. Like, no, she wasn't doing that. She just did it and didn't comment on it. And it was just, yeah, this is me. and I'm doing it. And I I respect that wholeheartedly. What did you think Um, when Sunny described our Kylie as a poor man's Madonna? I'll get to that. I'll get to that. I've almost <laughs> finished with. I've almost okay. finished with my harmless stuff. Like you what think, page you honestly, want? I could write an essay on this, Tim. Um. So the other pla- the other thing that I need to point out before we go on to the copy of Madonna, which I do have notes on, is um, <laughs> Golden. How on earth can you say that this woman hasn't had somewhat of a social, like a social impact, when she was probably? I mean, she's the only one I can think of, the only female pop artist who made a whole fucking album around turning 50 and celebrating 
what a beautiful thing that is to her and maybe maybe that's because of maybe that's because she had cancer maybe, maybe she understands that on a more profound level than other 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 women in pop because she she actually had a really big struggle that could have killed her i don't know but it's a beautiful thing that she made a song literally talking about this new this new version of the 50 year old which isn't young but isn't old so the story's not yet told i think that is absolutely a commentary and i think it was a very challenging lyric i think it was a very challenging thing for kylie to put out there and say oh yeah i am 50 let's celebrate that rather than make it the elephant in the room we're right, not young anyway. we're not old with the story's not yet told. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And look, and again, upon reflection after talking to Sunny, I and I think I did say this at the time, as she's just herself with everyone, and she tries so hard to make other people comfortable. Have you noticed that? How far she yeah, goes no, to make absolutely. other people comfortable? Like she only just walked into the cast of "I Should Be So Lucky" uh, the other day. Yeah, and I saw. There she was again. That was exactly her all over. She's like, she's the most uh, well-known person in the room. Yet she wants mm-hmm. everyone else to be the most. She and she shies away from stealing the spotlight in particular situations. She doesn't want to do that. She doesn't oh. want to overshadow. Whereas Madonna, I love her, but she, if she's not the center of attention, I don't know if you've watched her very much, but if you watch any clips where she's not the center of attention, even on something like Graham Norton, she's always trying to pull focus. Always. Um, I'm. I mean, I'm sure that is true i personally have always been a madonna fan um Mm. but not to the same degree as kylie um like i mean i i do i do really like her i find her quite fascinating if i'm honest because i think she's such a clever woman now i don't want to interrupt your notes nathan but you know i mean it is a conversation so i'm going to ask you you know he sounded a bit like you our sonny he sounded a bit like you. yeah well i mean he was english I was. It's a bit more nuanced than that. Thank you very much. What, what did you make of Sunny? He was not Sunny as a as a person. What did you make of him? Um. Well, he was a homosexual. He was and a homo. Is, right. What homosexual. does that mean exactly? <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> you're so deep on some topics. Is that all you're going to say on him? Like, did you read um, his character at all? Where was he coming from? What was inspiring him and motivating him um, to say the things he said? Does he mean them? Well, I would say just from listening to him that he's engaged with the Twitter sphere. Um, he's engaged with the Twitter sphere of Madonna fans. And at the moment, Madonna fans are absolutely shitting on Kylie at every single given opportunity. But also, I'd like to make this like abundantly clear, Kylie fans are doing the same to Madonna. Madonna fans are biting back and vice versa. You know, sometimes it's the Madonna fans who start shitting on Kylie for any reason whatsoever, really. Um, but it is absolutely a two-way street. Kylie fans are just as bad at times. But the okay. thing with the Twitter sphere with Madonna fans is that they're the ones who have come up with this bollocks about um tension being like MDNA, for example. Oh uh, yeah, I I was taken aback by that. And again, I've upon reflection, thanks Sonny, I hope you're listening, mate, because you've made me think a lot. I can't see the comparison at all. Well, I mean, he himself, I believe, called it because I mean I actually listened to this podcast him, you'd be very proud. Um but no. <laughs> that must um, have been painful for you. <laughs> no, he himself called MDNA basic electro music or something along those lines. And 
it baffles me because how can one copy the the basic? How can you copy basic? <laughs> you can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's the most important question. After listening to Sonny, is he jealous of Kylie's success? Um, I, I would say that there is a hint of jealousy, but I also don't think that that's a bad thing. Um, I, I like, for example, I am jealous of Madonna fans in some ways. I'm jealous of Madonna fans that Madonna's about to embark on this enormous world tour, and I don't think it's a bad thing to to be envious of that and to hope that you know to hope to hope for that success for Kylie and I think vice versa I think it would be absolutely natural to be jealous of the success of Padam Padam and to hope that Madonna gets similar success on the TikTok sphere and gets that success I don't think that's a bad thing and I don't think acknowledging it is a bad thing either I don't understand why people are, are so um, guarded and don't admit that because I think it's strange. Sonny was not having a bar of it though. He absolutely categorically denied he was envious or jealous of Kylie. In fact, he said, what's there to be jealous of? She's a piece of fluff. I know. The unfortunate thing about Madonna fans though, Tim, like I, I've met I've met a few of them unfortunately, is um, they are just insufferable and they do... The, the, the Madonna fans genuinely try to live in this like fictional utopia where the only woman who has ever womaned in pop is Madonna. And I think to a lot of Madonna fans, I'm not saying Sonny is one of them, but he sounded like one of them. Um, you know, to Madonna fans, um, the concepts of somebody accomplishing something, a woman accomplishing something in the pop sphere, and that woman not being Madonna it's blasphemy. And I think I actually find that quite insulting towards Madonna because I, like, if there's anything that Madonna stands for, it is like, to me, it is rebellion. It's feminism. It is, you know, uh, allowing other women to succeed. Mm. So I find it quite insulting towards her, but they do, they, they seem to only want Madonna to be the one who succeeds. I have noticed over the years, and I've been in both camps, the Kylie camp, the Madonna fan camp for a long time, so I can speak with some level of authority on this. It doesn't matter who the person is. If it's a female in pop having success, Madonna fans have a problem with it. Like they yeah, hate absolutely. Lady Gaga. Oh, they hate Lady Gaga uh, because <laughs> on the surface, the comparisons are the most notable and observable i suppose but they also hate taylor swift because she's having a crack at the the record of you know the most successful live yep. female touring anyone who has any other success if they're female i've noticed that they don't have the same problem yep, with men absolutely they don't have the same problem with men so I, I don't know what it's about but it has existed since the beginning of madonna fandom since the beginning. I absolutely agree with you. I, I certainly believe that it must have existed for the past 20 odd years because, you know, by the time that Madonna has had established her legacy as the most successful, you know, blank, I think that that's when it started, where Madonna fans just, just decided, okay, so Madonna is the only woman in pop who has ever existed. And that is it. Nobody else exists. And that's that seems to be what they've kind of, the, the mantra that they live by. And I think it's, I mean, to use 
my favorite Madonna quote of all time. It's so fucking reductive. <laughs> it is so reductive of every other woman who has ever succeeded and ever done anything in their careers. It is, it is so amusing reductive. that Madonna's spent a lifetime preaching freedom of speech, freedom of expression, yet Madonna mm-hmm, fans, yeah. uh, they, they put their thumb over, you know, the nostrils and the, the nasal cavities of anyone who dares to utter something they don't agree with. She sh- they shut them down. I've, I'm very conscious that you've got about 16 full scat pages in front of you and we're almost out of time. Is there any last <laughs> things that you want to add to this conversation, Nathan? Oh, goodness. Um, right, flip, well, flip, I've, flip. I've actually addressed the jealousy quite well. Oh, you've addressed, um, is that, is, have you got jealousy underlined at the top of that full scat page? Yes, jealousy was one page. Um, so I've, I've done that. Um, I've already addressed the thinking man's pop comment with Dancing and Golden. Oh, and I would like to po- point out that Madonna made a song called Material Gwall. That's G-W-O-R-L. And I would absolutely urge you to all listen to it on Spotify and tell me if you think that is um, lyrics that make you think. Is that thinking man's pop to you? I, I, suspect, <laughs> it would, I suspect it wouldn't be. The song Frozen, the Madonna song Frozen, I think that was released in 1998. And I think I would urge you all to listen to Frozen and then listen to Confide in Me from 1994 by Kylie. Um, And the difference is, though, is that I wouldn't turn around and be like, oh, yeah, well, Madonna's just a copycat. I would simply call that like a long distance collaboration. Why would why would women in in the pop sphere inspiration take inspiration from one another? And I I think it was. I've got to say. Nathan, I have to say that Madonna too. I'm not taking any anything away from her, but if the, if the argument here is that Kylie has taken inspiration from Madonna, you must accept that Madonna has taken inspiration from Kylie. But more Absolutely. importantly, you have to have to concede because it's come out of her own mouth that Madonna has taken inspiration from every living legend before her, female legend, whether that's Hollywood or in music. Uh, Absolutely, and then done what great pop artists do, then made it their own and and paid homage. Yep, hundred percent. Like for example, I love Frozen, but Frozen is undeniably so similar in terms of sound, vibe, every everything to confide in me and breathe as well. I would I would say breathe is there in there as well, um, and I love Frozen, but it is definitely a product of Kylie as well. This doesn't help the argument at all, but. I was listening to William Baker, um, who's Kylie's former creative Mm -hmm. collaborator, and I was mortified, not going to lie, when he said that when uh, he was planning for the opening of Aphrodite tour, have you heard this? When she comes up on the the clamshell, guess where that idea came from? He he acknowledges. Uh, Blonde Ambition. Express yourself, which is the opening number. He said, "I wanted, I wanted Kylie to rise up from under the stage, just like Madonna in uh, Express Yourself, Blonde Ambition." Tour. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, shut up, William, please! I <laughs> yeah, love don't, you. Don't bring it up. No, don't mention the war. Don't mention the war. Oh dear. Honestly, I, but people don't realize how, like, just how how dark it is in the trenches when <laughs> when when you actually care about one of them. Like, people don't realize how how dark it is." Now, Nathan, so I, I think I'm going to have to pull the plug on the rest of your pages. Any large headings there? No, like, that's, that is it. I'm done. I, like, have you written, it. have you, on the on the front of this little notepad that I'm imagining you have, does it say Sunny Sucks? No, 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 it doesn't. I, I simply wanted to, oh, what did I want to do? <laughs> 
it's it's been a, it's been a long time. I, I, but no, I simply wanted to come on and essentially take a, a much more unbiased look. <laughs> because I mean, you can look at Kylie on the surface level and say, "Oh yeah, she's fluff." But you know, I I wanted to be a bit more unbiased and say, well, you know, but, but but both do that. <laughs> as always, you've done it with style and finesse, Nathan. So thank you so much. By the way, to be fair to you, Sonny, if you are listening, I've had people write to me uh, and say that they loved the sound of you too. So it's not all bad, I've got to say. And I will say it again, like I did in the last podcast. Sonny stumped up. He didn't filter himself. Absolutely. He said exactly what was in his mind, and that is more to be said than a lot of Kylie and Madonna fans or any super fans uh, who try and to anybody, silence Anybody others. behind the keyboards. Oh, totally. Let's never silence each other. Even if you don't want to hear it and even if you think it's just BS, that's fine, but don't silence someone. Sonny needed to have his say and get it off his chest, and I invited him on and he took me up, and I have nothing but respect for that part of what he said. Much of what he said I was offended by. But yeah, my offence well, is not well, his problem. Say it. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly. Nathan, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> Same to you, Tim. Sometimes amateurs know best, and a lack of professionalism is all you'll hear on the Time to Talk show. Join Tim and his panel of guests as they wade their way through a range of news, music, and pop culture treats. Time to Talk, the show hosted by amateurs for unprofessional listeners. Amateurs, is this the best that they could do? Just wanted to um, highlight everything that's been going on social media, X, Facebook. And it's just the same old, same old. Whenever Kylie releases a new album, uh, the Madonna fans like to have their little hit on it. And... I find it absolutely degrading. Um, I think, you know, I've ignored a lot of statuses on X and Facebook, but over the last few days, it's just, it just grates on me that, you know, Kylie and Madonna and two different eyes. You know, we could go down the route of what Madonna's done and what Kylie's done, but they're both successful in their own right. Whether Madonna sells more, whether Madonna sells more arena tickets whether Kylie sells more does it really matter it doesn't they're both individual people both individual artists and Madonna fans cannot really get over the fact that they are I absolutely find the Madonna fans absolutely disgusting and vile not all just them are quite vocal on social media. Whether it's Lady Gaga's releasing an album, um, Mar- Mariah Carey, Beyonce, it just extends one thing to another that Madonna's done this, Madonna's been there first, Cardi's copied Madonna. You know, and I watched an interview the other day, it was back from the 90s, early 90s, and Kylie quite openly said that, um, you know, Madonna gives her the drive to do what she wants to do. And it's not a case of her copying Madonna. It's a case of that she looked up to Madonna, and that's such a massive difference. 
you know, I just wish Madonna fans get over themselves. It's very tiring and boring, you know, and we're all that at that age now, whether being a Kylie fan for over 30, 30 years or you're a Madonna fan for over 40 years, it's just boring. It's boring the fact that people keep going on and on and on about the fact that everybody copies Madonna, you know? And, you know, if I want to be a bitch about something, you know, Madonna and Sam Smith's latest single didn't even reach the top 50. So if I want to be a bitch about something, I'll bitch about that. But equally at the same time, who cares? I don't go on social media and view my comments about it that Madonna hasn't hit the top 50 in the UK. I don't really care. At the end of the day, Tension is absolutely a grower of an album. When I first listened to it, I didn't, wasn't too sure. But to be fair, I'm listening to it every day now and I really enjoy it. So 10 out of 10 from Kylie and well done to the girl. But that's my opinion on all of this. Good on you, Chris. Thanks for sending that in. And before, Chris, you could hear Rudy. As you can see by now, Sonny has stirred up quite the hornet's nest, I have to say. Um, And I really respect all the different views that are coming in. Sonny, I've got a special treat for you. A special song that Kylie recorded especially for you. Take care, everyone. And I'm really looking forward to talking to you again soon. Take care. Sonny, you're a little bit upset at the fact that I implied in my last podcast and online that uh, Madonna fans were jealous of the Tension era. I was a bit confused, to be honest, because I don't think we are, to be fair. I don't think you were confused. Can I read you what you wrote? Well, I know that I made a statement. I said that, um, well... No, actually, I said, I, I remember what I said. I just said, I think it was stupid to assume let, that we were jealous. Let me remind you, Sonny. Let, I'll remind you so you can talk to it. You wrote, Kylie has always <laughs> been a basic pop star, and that's completely fine. She's just harmless fluff, the sort that appeals to just about anyone. It's True. almost as though she has no point of view. There's no message in her lyrical content. She's never challenged the system. She hasn't had the same cultural impact as Madonna. If it wasn't <laughs> for Madonna... There would probably never have been Kylie. She's only ever been popular in Australia and some of Europe. Just a poor man's Madonna. A poor man's <laughs> Madonna, Sonny. Come on now. Oh, come on, Tim. You know it's true. So she's so what? She's had a bit of a hit, a random hit with Padam Padam. I mean, oh my God, so what? It's not Vogue. It's not Justify My Love. It's not Erotica. A 35-year career. 35 years based mm-hmm. on copying Madonna, might I add. She's really? taken a lot from Madonna. I know Madonna's also done that, but come on. You know that. She's she's heavily borrowed off Madonna throughout the years. And I don't dislike Kylie. I think she's great, but and um and, and I like the fact that she, you know, she pays she she references Madonna a lot and she admits that she's taken from her. Um but going back to your original question there's no reason for us to be jealous just because she's I mean tension just sounds jealous. like MDNA. It just sounds like MDNA, doesn't it? Tension feels like to you like MDNA. Literally, don't you think? 
Um, I have not thought about it, but um, MDMA yeah. was a pretty lacklustre album, whereas Tension is the opposite. So I can't see the comparison. Um, I think that a lot of the stuff on Tension, from what I've heard or I've tried to listen to, sounds a lot like the stuff on MDMA, just just dance pop music, which is just easily done. And I know that you know it wasn't Madonna's best effort, but it was still it was still okay. It wasn't the best, but it was all right. But tension just sounds like just another version of that. Really, it's nothing new. It's the same old Kylie that you get on every single album. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's like I said. I don't have anything against a woman, but I just think exactly what I said in that Facebook message last night. She's just harmless blob. She doesn't really have much to say. She's cute. She's pretty, and that's about it, really. You know, if you're on a bit of a tight budget and you can't afford those grand ticket prices that Madonna puts out, um, you know, then just go and see Kylie. She's local and she's affordable. <laughs> Hang on. Please, please, can we just, like, let's reflect. Let's pause because I'm in stunned shock here. Let's just pause and reflect. If you can't Why afford to see Madonna, be, because I've never heard anybody discredit Kylie like this before. Okay. I mean, have you you've heard Tension, right, from start to finish? Do you know what? I'm gonna be really honest with you. I've heard a few, but I was like, oh, okay, is this disco? Is this um is this light years? Oh no, it's her new one. I just thought, okay, oh it's pretty nice, Kylie, cute. Okay, bye. How does it feel as a Madonna fan, having waited for many years for the bacterial girl to launch a song that anybody can relate to? <laughs> <laughs> and, all of a, and all of a sudden, Kylie oh, comes God. along and she puts out an album that the whole world can relate to. Can the whole world relate to tension? Look at Is the sales figures. Look at the chart figures. Look What's at what people are saying. Figures? Look at the gushing praise. Yeah, because again, once again, it's just music that's just disposable pop. It's just people can relate to it because it, there's not there's nothing threatening about any of it. It's just. It's just cute, fluffy pop. It's there's nothing to it. I mean, and sales. Um, okay, fifty three thousand copies sold in its first week in the UK. Yeah, really good. Um, but what? So what? It's next week. The, the album will probably t will have dropped a few hundred places around the world. It sounds to me like you're trying to say that Madonna is the thinking man's pop music, whereas yeah. Kylie is not. Absolutely. And are you really trying to argue that Madam X was the thinking man's pop album? Um, I, I think it really was. At least it was. It went that way, and she attempted it, and, and she had stuff to say, stuff to get off her chest, and, and she dared to do it. She didn't sit there and think, oh, my God, are people going to buy this? Is this going to do well? No, because she's earned the right to do what she wants, and she can make an album like that and, and say what's on her mind and talk about you know, social issues, whether it's ageism or the stuff that's happening in the world right now, she'll, she'll just do it. Do you know what I mean? There, there was lots of important uh, important messages on Madame X. Um, and I've just felt like, you know, although Kylie's music is enjoyable, uh, at least some of it, um, it's just, it's just the same old thing time and time after again. Okay, so I'm really, I'm, I'm, I was really curious how you had come to your conclusions online, and I think I'm starting to get it. You, you like pop music that makes you think, that has a statement, Absolutely. that tries to influence the world, uh, tries mm. to influence politics, cultural norms, 
Yeah. Kylie has never done that. You're absolutely right. But don't you think yeah. in a in a subtle way she has by showing the world that kindness and joy are things to be celebrated? Love absolutely. is love. Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> and also what I really love about Kylie is the fact that she's still here and you know she's she's about 55. Um, and, and, and she's also made some really important, um, comments in the media lately about ageism and the fact that how unfair it is that, you know, that, that it it exists because people like her don't get played on the radio anymore. And, and there were lots of DJs in the UK that were very reluctant to pay her, play her, her current stuff. It's just so incredibly unfair because, you know, people, you know, mature people can still do it as, as Kylie has proved. So I like that about her. I've got to say, though, I'm still curious, Sonny, why you took to social media to write at this point in time, this particular point in time with tension doing the rounds and, and having such success than describing Kylie as harmless fluff and the poor man's Madonna. It sounds to me like you are jealous. Would you like Madonna to be having the same success right now? I, But I, if I'm honest, I think you're jealous because... You're the one that put the. You're the one that put the um the you know the the message on Facebook to stir up some sort of argument. Clearly, you have that in your in your mind somewhere. Did you listen to my podcast? I don't. I've never listened to your. I've never. I've never heard of you. Did you listen to the episode you're talking about? That I mean, all I did was put the um the name of the podcast up there, saying "Are Madonna? uh, Why are Madonna fans jealous?" and if you listen to the podcast, my argument for that, which is fair, it's 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 an arguable point, is that all the Madonna fans I'm talking to at the moment, when I ask them, have you listened to Tension, say no. So from that, I deduced jealousy. It might be wrong, but that's... So. Uh, and it's interesting that you're, you're accusing me of stirring things up and you haven't even heard the podcast. No, because you are, because you know what you're trying to do there. You're trying to put them up together. By saying, by implying that, oh, um, you know, Madonna fans are just jealous. Now, why would we be jealous of Kylie? You know, I, I'd like to think that the Madonna fans and the Kylie fans get along, you know, more so than the Gaga fans, for example. Um, and we, we like each other. We respect each other, you know. Madonna likes I Kylie, don't know Kylie about that, Madonna. Sonny. I'm sorry. You, it's, it's nice that you're saying that now, and I'll take you at your word, I suppose, but at the height of Kylie's success, you've taken to social media to describe her as harmless yeah, because fluff. And no, 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 hold on. Let's just, let's just make sure we're getting this clear. And no lyrical content with any message of value. A woman who's never challenged the system, even though you've contradicted yourself and say she's challenging apparently this ageist society we live in, no cultural the only impact thing she's ever done. and a poor man's Madonna. I mean, well, I, it does sound like bitterness to me. I'm sorry, but I'm not bitter. I'm not jealous of her. She's done well and she's done great. And yes, that's the only thing she's ever challenged is the old ageism thing. Other than that, she's just there, just to, you know, people please. Um, but that's how I generally feel. That, that's my viewpoint on her. I do think she is a poor man's bit on her. I'm sorry. Um, and I, that doesn't mean that I don't like her or, or that I think that she has no value. Um, I think she's she's all right for what she does. And she's just Kylie, bless her. She always has been. And she will always, Madonna will always be, I don't know, like God compared to her. And Kylie's just a disciple. <laughs> that's how <laughs> I, I see it. That. What did you feel when you were listening to the Tension album? I was, as I said earlier, I listened to some of it um, other than the first single, and I was like, oh, okay. 
Oh, this is interesting. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. It's, again, it's what what album am I listening to? Is it disco? Is it um, what Kylie album is this again? Oh, yeah, of course, because it all sounds the same. Is it frustrating mm-hmm. that Madonna isn't selling out the stadiums? Apparently, there's a lot of empty seats, and that she hasn't Where did released you get a that hit. From? Uh, actually, somebody messaged that to me today. I quizzed them on it too. I said, are you serious that that stadium in the United States is still not sold out? And they said there's ample seats. But more to the People, point, what we do know for a off. fact, uh, she hasn't had a hit for a long time. Does that frustrate you? No, because she doesn't need a hit anymore. And right. uh, and can I just say that she actually has had a hit. She is featured on the weekend song. She's on it as well. And that song is also credited to her. I'm and sorry, but um, Sonny, you could put Betty Boo on a weekend album and she so, would have a hit on her hands. Yeah, good, good for her then. That's great. Good for her. Put her with Weekend, get her a hit as well. It's harder for Madonna now to get a hit. We all know that. People that age don't get played. And and Madonna has, she just doesn't, it's not all about the music. She's obviously writing her screenplay. She's preparing for a world tour. She hasn't done any music for a while. And we get that. And I also get that she's, probably not going to have another hit on her own again. But no, it doesn't bother me at all, because Madonna's the biggest selling female artist of all time, 400 million albums sold. Her celebration tour has currently sold out, and she's going to slay some more power to her. Good for Kylie for doing Vegas. Isn't that where they go when, like, when, I don't know, when they're not doing very well? (laughs) <laughs> you're such a contradiction, Sonny. I tell you, you, you're on her side and then you give her a knee in the groin I, like that. No, I mean, Vegas is just, I don't know. To me, Vegas is like when you're old Put out and to pasture. no one cares about you, yeah. Mm. I tell you what, Sonny, the one thing that I really, really, truly, authentically respect about you yeah. is the fact that of all the dozens and dozens of abusive messages that I've had, you are the only person who said you'd be willing to put your, um, you know, talk to me about your views. And I can't respect that more. I actually respect where you're coming from in a very Mm -hmm. strange way. I think it was very (laughs) mean-spirited of you to describe her as a poor man's Madonna. She's nobody's bitch. I'm telling you that. Madonna would not describe Kylie as a second-rate Madonna. So yeah, why her fan would, I have no idea. <laughs> not to her face. <laughs> Behind her back, you reckon, maybe. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You know Lola's a big, huge Kylie fan, don't you? I don't think that's true. Oh, gosh. Where did you get that from? <laughs> I love it. You're as argumentative as me. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah. You argue with me over tea bags. You argue with me over times and apps. Mm-hmm. You argue with me over Lola. You're an argumentative <laughs> little one, aren't you, Sonny? Absolutely. But I'm curious <laughs> to see where you got all that information from. The the Lola's a Madonna fan and uh, sorry, Kylie fan and Madonna's Madonna said it herself, Sonny. Uh, if you're referring to an interview Madonna did in 2015, uh, mm. when she spoke to some Australian uh, guy, um, she said something like. She listens to Taylor Swift, and then somebody else said, uh, and in the interview, it was like, but what about Kylie? And then she was like, oh, oh, oh my God, yeah, Kylie too. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I'm going back to 2002, so I am going back a long way. But Madonna said Lola was really into Kylie at the moment. Well, that was 2002, Tim. That was like 100 years ago. And I think she knows about <laughs> Kylie now. <laughs> you think so. she's outgrown Kylie? Well, obviously. 
All right. You and I need to try to find Lola's phone number. We'll talk to her together. I'm pretty sure I'll be right. Okay. Are you going to the celebration tour, Sonny? Uh, duh. it's going to be amazing like it sounds i'm worried that you're thinking i'm not a madonna fan i am i've been with her right from the beginning practically through my sister at the very beginning and then by myself and i think she's amazing that's a lie i stalked your facebook and there was only one picture of madonna and the rest of it was like kylie but you're you're telling me i'm lying and yet half of my podcasts are about madonna um I was on about your Facebook, sorry. I was looking for all your pictures from the photo of you, but it was just swarms of Kylie. Well, there's probably are swarms of Kylie at the moment, yeah. Um, but, yeah, ha- look, you don't listen to podcasts. That's a shame. But, Sonny, I, I do have respect for the mm-hmm. fact that you stumped up, and that's pretty awesome. And I know it's late over there, and you're trying to get back to your twinings. Am I right? Uh, twinings, yeah, and then maybe Pornhub in a bit. But, um, yeah, have some fun before bed, but you know, <laughs> I have, ladies and gentlemen, we've found someone who speaks for truth, his truth at least. It's <laughs> awesome, I love it because I'm all for that freedom of speech, baby. I'm telling you, Absolutely. social media wanting to cancel everyone. I'm telling you, I've been, I've had at least 40 people try to cancel me since I put up a post yesterday because I said Madonna fans appear to be jealous of Kylie. Exactly. I don't mind them and, saying and, that, but cancel me for it, give me a break. Well, someone messaged me saying, "Don't, don't, um, don't do what he's asking you. Don't, don't go on his podcast, whatever he's doing, because he's just a shit stirrer and he's causing trouble." And I was like, "Well, I appreciate you know where he's coming from, and but I'd like to have a conversation about about this with him, and you know, and see where it goes because um, it's really interesting that he that was quite a statement that we're jealous, and and we're really, really not." You know, well, people can make up their own minds because some of the statements you've made today, honest as they may be from your point of view, mm-hmm. would suggest that there is absolutely jealousy there or frustration that your star isn't doing as well. <laughs> but we could be here all night or morning. I or like you, Sonny. Absolutely. I think I like you I too like now, you. Too. You're very contrary. Sorry? You're very contrary. You're, you're, you're argumentative. You, mm. you don't like to let anybody make a point without it being, you know, thrashed especially, down. Uh, especially like when it. it comes to Madonna. Madonna's Fair like enough. the Lord, honestly. The Lord S, yes. Right, well, yeah. We both agree on that. She is mm-hmm. remarkable. I mean, she's shaped my life in ways that, um, and I'm sure she has yours, in ways that people will never understand. So I'm More and, so and Charlene. If there's one thing that I can, look, <laughs> they've both taught me different things, Sonny, to be honest. Kylie what has, has Kylie taught, taught me, you. Tell me, what has Kylie taught you? She's the most emotionally intelligent person I've ever come across. She's taught me about the value of curiosity, kindness, compassion, and class. Madonna's taught me the strength of uh, standing your ground, saying what you believe. In fact, I find it amusing that everything Madonna preaches, half her fans throw back in her face like a whipped cream pie. She talks about freedom of speech, and yet Madonna fans are rabidly trying to shut down anyone on the internet who says something that they don't agree with, which is not necessarily not really. Well, you don't. We we, we just cut back at stuff. We just we're good at you know identifying you know a lot of bull, a lot of BS, like the, the comment that we read yesterday about. Fans being jealous of Kylie, um, well, don't know. We're, we're, we just we're just good at calling stuff out like that, really. But we we you know we follow a lot of her teaching. 
Yes. <laughs> you follow a lot of it, teachings. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm sorry. But, I mean, look, we shouldn't laugh because it's actually true. She is, she is a cultural phenomenon and she does have teachings and she does have messages that have shaped the lives of many people. So even though I initially found that a funny turn of phrase, it's true. I it follow just, her teachings too, Sonny. Me. It fascinates me. I mean, I'm Indian, right? And you can go to a village in India and speak to, like, an 80-year-old woman and, and you'll say, like, do you know who Madonna is? And she'll be like, yeah, I know who she is. Madonna, Michael Jackson. And, Kylie. And if you were to put Kylie, they were like, who? Oh, who? stop it. <laughs> stop it. That's <laughs> ridiculous. World, what, have you taken a poll world. of everyone in India? Well, I suppose, I suppose to your point, if you go to like Paris or a gay club and you're like Kylie, like, yes, Kylie, we know Kylie. So I suppose you have a point. Well, Sonny, I feel like I've made a new friend and I want you to go at least, I know you said you don't listen to podcasts, at least listen to the one where we talked about the celebration tour predictions. It's not that far back. Go and listen to you, that. What did you say about it? Oh, well, you are interested, are you? Okay, well, go and listen. And then you'll find curious. out what we said about it. Is it on YouTube? <laughs> Uh, golly, do we? I, I think it is on YouTube, yes. But if not, okay. I'll send you the link. I'll send you the Podbean link because that's right. easy and universal. Yeah. Okay, send me the link and I'll listen to it. Thank you, Sonny. I've really enjoyed this. You're oh, a me funny too. person. And you, Tim. It was nice speaking to you. You've kept me up like way past my bedtime. This one's for you, Sonny. Speak to you all soon. Yeah.